Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2066. Muscle Confusion. Does Changing Workouts Mean Faster Gains? Part 2 by Christian Finn of muscleevo.net. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free, always with permission from the sites, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now today is Wednesday, and like I do every Wednesday, I like to share a little bit of inspiration with you. So here we go. Quote, Never let yesterday use up today. Richard Nelson. All right, now today's post is part two from yesterday. So, If you're new or skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That was episode 2065. But if you're all caught up, let's jump right in, hear part two, and continue optimizing your life. Muscle Confusion. Does Changing Workouts Mean Faster Gains? Part two by Christian Finn of MuscleEvo.net. Challenge rather than confuse your muscles. If you want a muscle to grow, you'll need to increase the demands you impose on that muscle. Do the same exercises for the same number of sets and reps while lifting the same amount of weight for the next five years. Nothing much is going to happen. For example, lifting 100 pounds for four sets of five to eight reps might be enough to stimulate growth, but over time, your body will adapt to that particular stress and stop growing. If you want your body to continue adapting and improving, you need to provide it with a challenge it hasn't adapted to. That stimulus can come in the form of pushing yourself to do an extra rep with the same amount of weight, the same number of reps with a little more weight on the bar, or an extra set of the same exercise. It doesn't require changing your entire routine. For example, let's say that your current routine involves three to four sets of 8 to 12 repetitions of a particular exercise. You start out doing three sets of eight repetitions. Over time, you keep on adding reps until you're able to do three sets of 12 repetitions. Then, you add another set. As soon as you hit the point where you're able to do 12 repetitions in that fourth set, you add weight, drop back to three sets of eight repetitions, and start the whole process all over again. Doing 12 reps in all four sets serves as the trigger for adding weight. When you hit 12 reps, the weight goes up. If you can't, carry on using the same weight until you do. In other words, an effective training stimulus can involve nothing more complicated than striving to add sets and reps to an exercise, or 
more weight to the bar. The importance of experimentation. Different people respond at different speeds to different doses and types of training. Some people do better with one routine, while others make their best gains with another. And the only way to know what type of training works best for you is with some experimentation. That is, you pick one or two variables in your training program to adjust and observe how making those adjustments affects your progress. When you're constantly changing this or altering that, randomly selecting a different workout from one day to the next, evaluating your progress is difficult. With systematic experimentation, discarding the things that don't work and keeping the things that do, you'll eventually learn what type of training routine your body responds best to. When you find a routine that's working, stick with it, at least until you reach the point where you're no longer making gains. Once you've established what works for you, why abandon it in favor of something that might not work as well? Heavy, medium, and light training days. The other day, I was reading about a guy who signed up for some personal training at a local gym. He met with his trainer three to four times a week, and the workouts rotated between heavy, medium, and light training days. The trainer told him that switching up the weights and reps kept his muscles from getting used to the workouts, which could cause a plateau. By confusing his muscles, the gains would be steadier and more consistent. While muscles don't get confused, that doesn't mean there are no benefits to having heavy, medium, and light training days. Sometimes, a particular training method can work, just not for the reasons some people think it works. Changing your weight and reps from workout to workout, for example, has been shown in some studies at least to have a small but beneficial effect on muscle growth. In one trial, a group of trained men lifted weights three times a week using either a constant or varied training program. The constant group kept their training program the same, doing 8 to 12 reps on every set. The varied group changed both the weight and the number of reps, switching from heavy, 2 to 4 reps, to medium, 8 to 12 reps, to light, 20 to 30 reps, on days 1, 2, and 3, respectively. While both groups gained muscle and got stronger, it was the varied group that saw the best results. But this had nothing to do with muscle confusion. Rather, it was because training with higher reps appears to stimulate more growth in the slow-twitch muscle fibers. Final thoughts. None of this means you can't get in better shape with workout routines like P90X. If you want to lose some fat, gain a little muscle, and get a bit fitter, they're a lot better than doing nothing. But muscle confusion isn't the reason they work. Your muscles don't get confused. They adapt to various types of stress in such a way that they're better able to handle that same source of stress in the future. Focus on challenging rather than confusing your muscles. They'll end up growing bigger and stronger in response to that challenge. You just listened to part two of the post titled Muscle Confusion. Does Changing Workouts Mean Faster Gains? by Christian Finn of MuscleEvo.net. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Christian said some really important things. Doing something is better than doing nothing. So, let's say you were discouraged to hear that muscle confusion may not be the magic muscle-boosting secret we were hoping for. There is still a place for it, though. If you enjoy incorporating muscle confusion, go for it. I know that doing the same workout day in and day out can be really boring. So changing the routine can keep things new and exciting and help 
keep you returning to the gym or putting that exercise DVD back in the DVD player. The next statement I appreciated was when Christian mentioned that if your goal is to get bigger muscles, then challenging them is key. So again, you may not need to worry about confusing them so much as challenging them by lifting heavier weights. All right, that'll do it for another episode of OHD. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for sharing the show with someone. That's one of the best ways to keep this thing going. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow with another post and where your optimal life awaits.